right, hello and welcome to the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming Podcast. We're bringing to you today The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Next Gen Update. This update is for free if you already end the game, and it's been long awaited. So let's dive right in, and we will be reading an article from IGN and see what they have to say about the new update. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt next-gen update will be available for free on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series S slash X for anyone who currently owns the game. Older generation consoles such as PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch will also be receiving an update with game improvements and the Netflix Witcher 3-themed DLCs. How to get Witcher 3 next-gen update? If you already own the game, all you have to do, you'll automatically receive it. Uh, It's going to release on December 14th, 2022, and it looks like if you are uh, Eastern Standard Time, we will have it December 13th for the PC and Xbox at 7 p.m. on the 13th. Uh, For PlayStation, it'll be December 14th at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are on the West Coast, it will be Xbox and PC December 13th at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And for PlayStation, it will be December 14th at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Central Standard Time, uh, Xbox and PC is December 13th at 6 p.m. And PlayStation will be December 14th at 12 a.m. So that's exciting. If you have an Xbox or PC, you'll get the update a bit earlier. The Path is Calling next-gen update to The Witcher 3. Wild Hunt will be released on December 14th at midnight, which I just read, read those off to you. And we're getting them a little bit early if we have the Xbox and PC. Uh, let's see here. And see if we can't find some other interesting news. I'm super excited about this update. Seven years after the its original release, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt has gone down as one of the greatest fantasy RPGs ever created. I can agree with that. It is by far my favorite game. Geralt of Rivia is by far my favorite uh, hero. I love him. He's awesome. Uh Announced earlier in 2022, on top of plenty of visual enhancements, there's even a bit of new content inspired by the Witcher series on Netflix. It's the perfect opportunity to jump in, whether it's your first time or your fifth. I agree with that. Witcher 3 was the first game that I started with. Highly recommend it. And if you've never played it, this next-gen update is a great place to start. And the nice thing is they're giving this to us for free. So we don't have to we don't have to pay for it if we already own the game. So even if you would go out right now and buy your copy of the game, 
you would still get this update for free. The Witcher 3 is releasing a long-awaited next-gen update that includes features that will bring the seven-year-old game up to par for the beefier console generation. While it won't convince anyone that The Witcher 3 is suddenly a brand new 2022 release, the updates we've seen will undoubtedly become new default version of the game for new and returning players. IGN played three hours of The Witcher 3's next-gen update, which will be released for players who already own the game on a console or PC. You can expect a similar suit of upgrades that typically come with the next-gen updates, which include a graphics mod mode excuse me, that prioritizes 4K, visuals and ray tracing for 30 frames per second or a performance mode that prioritizes 60 frames per second. That'll be interesting. CD Projekt also added a series of game-enhancing mods created by the community as well as internally at the studio. A photo mode, that'll be interesting, and even some new Easter eggs related to the Netflix show. While all of these bells and whistles are nice, the highlight from this person's playthrough was undoubtedly the performance mode, which offers a supercharged, incredibly smooth version of The Witcher 3. It'll be interesting to see if the loading screens disappear and it's all one giant map. I'm curious on that. CD Projekt Red's RPG was an instant hit in 2015. That's when I got the game. Absolutely loved it. And has been consistently rated as one of the best modern open-world RPGs. I totally agree. And while by no means unplayable, its ambitions certainly pushed the limits of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. There were numerous areas where the frame rate would dip or the textures of the models clashed. Never mind some of the funnier glitches. Roach, what are you doing on the roof? Seen a lot of that on one of my playthroughs. Roach was doing push-ups on that hay rack at Caramoran. Uh, the next-gen updates will likely make these non-issues going forward especially when using the performance mode on PlayStation 5 and Xbox X slash Series X slash S. The 60 frames per second is blistering, making the game run at a level I've never seen on consoles. While graphic modes... While graphics mode introduces ray tracing, this cosmetic effect mostly improves the finer margins of The Witcher 3, whereas performance mode will make the game feel almost new for returning players and eliminate any frustrating frame rate dips for new players. PlayStation 5 and Xbox players must choose to prioritize performance or graphics. The next-gen update also has several universal changes that should improve the overall experience of The Witcher 3, regardless of which mode you're playing in. This includes quick sign casting, which lets players cast Geralt's various Witcher spells without opening the radial window. That'll kind of be nice. Uh, th that'll make it a lot easier to use those. The camera also received a big change that lets it react dynamically to movement and combat and also sticks closer to Geralt for a more personal feel, similar to the camera distances 
to Kratos and God of War. Now, I have a bit of a, I don't know, we'll have to see, because that I like the camera the way it was. It allowed me to see what was around me so that I could move around enemies because you got to dance in and out to, to get, if you run into a, a group of drowners, you got like five of them on you. It's nice to be able to really see behind you so you can see one lunge at you for the attack. So hopefully that camera will be all right. I'll be interested to see about that. Uh, character and enemy models have also been reworked with higher resolution textures while removing imperfections like hair clipping and armor clipping. That'll be nice. These changes won't convince anyone that The Witcher 3 is a new release in 2022. Instead, it gives CD Projekt an opportunity to revisit their greatest hit and smooth away some of the speed bumps that exist in a seven-year-old game. What this means is that new players in particular will be able to play The Witcher 3 without any of the issues that plagued players when the game first was released. But considering that even with some of the frame rate dips and bugs, The Witcher 3 still swept several Game of the Year awards, including IGN's, it's not as if these tech issues hampered the quality game underneath. And for fans of the Netflix series, the next-gen update gave CD Projekt an opportunity to include a few Netflix-inspired Easter eggs into the game, including a new quest line with a suitable Netflix The Witcher-style reward. A Witcher-style reward. I wonder what that could be. My speculation would be that the law of surprise... I'll bet you that's what they do. I wonder if they're going to try to give Geralt another child or something like that for a job. That'll be interesting. That, ah, oh man, that'll be cool. I'm excited to see what they decide to do there because there's, uh, I, that's the only thing I can think of that they haven't done already is the law of surprise. That's the one thing that, that's what that's, I would bet my bottom dollar that that's what that is. I, I'd almost guarantee it. It's the law of surprise. The law of surprise is a custom that is familiar to all of humanity and the world of the Witcher. It is often invoked when a person comes to another's aid, but the latter has nothing to give their Savior in return. Thus, the Savior can call, can then call on the law of surprise. The law of surprise... The Law of Surprise is a mystical concept that is often mentioned in the Witcher books. Even though it isn't as prevalent in the game series, its presence is crucial to the fantasy world and especially to the Witchers. The Law of Surprise is also an important aspect of the overall story in the Witcher series. It is what pushes Geralt and Ciri together in Old Witcher travels. It is also the Law of Surprise... That binds Geralt and Ciri together. So I really think it's going to be the law of surprise. There are plenty of ways one can invoke the law of surprise with the main difference being in the wording. Some request the first thing that comes to greet you 
while others ask for what one finds at home that one does not yet expect, an unborn child. Uh, Whatever the case, the law of surprise is essentially a gamble. The Savior never knows what they might acquire from invoking it. A reward could be something as simple as an eager dog, and other times it might turn out to be an unborn child. The Witcher book series is was often witchers who made use of the law of surprise as it was was one method of recruiting new students to their witcher schools. Granted, this didn't always result in a child surprise as the books referred to them. Geralt's story, however, induce, introduces readers to different to two different child surprises. And this comes from Game Rant. So that's interesting. I think it's going to be the Law of Surprise. That is that is my guess. Law of Surprise, that's what they're going to incorporate because I played through The Witcher 3, and I like to think that I've done every quest in that game. I mean, every quest. I'm almost certain that I have. Uh, I would almost bank on it. If there's a quest that you guys feel that I haven't gotten, please... Let me know, and I'll see if I can check it off my list because I'm pretty sure in my six playthroughs that I've done everything you can do at every aspect, every turn. I've made every decision. I've had all the different endings. Um, I've had pretty much all the different endings for the characters and stuff too, uh, or at least I've watched them on YouTube. So I believe I've done everything there is to do in that game. Maybe I've missed something. If I've missed something, I definitely want to go back and do it. That's for sure. One fun option is being able to change the Nilfgaardian armor worn by the NPCs in the game into the infamous armor worn by the Nilfgaardians in Netflix show. I'm not a big fan of that. I didn't care. That was one of my big gripes about the Netflix show was Nilfgaard's armor. I, I really love the way the game nailed that. Uh, as I've been watching the Netflix series, it's kind of grown on me but I prefer what CD Projekt Red did over the Witcher series show. Uh, Don't worry, this armor can be changed in the settings, but personally, I think it's a fun option to keep around for the bad guys. So it's definitely something to check out. Uh, Maybe it'll grow even more. Even if nothing fundamentally changes with the Witcher 3 after its next-gen update, the rough edges are now much, much smoother and the new creative changes offer a fresh enough take that newcomers and veterans alike will at least want to check out the changes in the update. There's a good chance it might suck you back in for your second or fifth playthrough. And if it does me, which I'm sure it will because I'm playing it right now, I'm on my sixth playthrough, so when this update comes out, I'll have to work on my seventh. I am actually just about to go fight Aridin. And Skellige got everybody together, and we're going to summon him with the Sunstone. So, I just might have to restart. With that, we're going to go ahead and watch the next-gen update trailer, and we'll, I'll give my thoughts on it and let you know. You'll be able to hear the audio, and here we go. Nilfgaard's crossed the Pontar in the east means war's coming. War changes everything. By order of the Hierarch. So we're on the hangman's tree, and there's quite a bit 
there's a big difference. It goes from looking like a... It looks like a new release. Honestly. You wouldn't, they've done a nice job. The textures and stuff are great. Whosoever conceals a mage in their home shall burn alongside him or her. Definitely the camera aspect has changed and the details and the people are finer. They've enhanced the flames and the fire. Nilfgaard on one bank, Redania on the other, drooling over the city like dogs over a juicy bone. We are at war, and she's in danger. You will find her and bring her to me. Fire! She's a child of the Elder Blood. The scene with Radovid playing chess, it's been enhanced quite a bit. Looks more realistic. The colors are better. When Siri gets ready to go into the portal for the White Frost, that looks really good too. I've got to find Siri. And if you find her, the girl will die. <laughs> Ugh, the crowns. Definitely enhance them a lot. They look a lot better. Our world will burn! Burn in the eternal fire! Why are you helping her? Because she's a danger. A mortal one. A power that can destroy the world. You must find her, Geralt. Before the Wild Hunt does. Well, the Nago Fair looks pretty good on the Kermoran wall. I will find her, or someone who knows what happened to her. Who are you? You know who I am. Legend cannot be killed, can it? will be here soon. They're coming for Siri. Hold them back! No! I've long awaited this, and you my truth. That, if I didn't know anything from The Witcher, I would honestly, and I never knew that the game released before, that trailer... I would be convinced that that was a brand new game in the year of 2022. Call me ignorant if you want, but that's it looks really nice. That's going to be a nice update, and it's going to breathe new life into a amazing game. So with all that, you know, there is some other excitement as well. CD Projekt Red is, in fact, going to remake... The Witcher, the very first Witcher. The very first Witcher is a game that I haven't got to play myself. Um, I watched playthroughs on YouTube when I first got into it in 2015, and I had finished Witcher 3. I wanted to go back and play Witcher 2, and 
I didn't think I could stomach the, the graphics for The Witcher. So I watched YouTube video and just kind of got the gist. And so it's exciting that they are bringing this back. It, it completely enhanced edition. The Witcher enhanced edition. So that will be something we'll keep you updated on here at the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming, and we'll post updates. I'm not sure if they have a release date for this or not. I'm not seeing one. And... Yeah, I'm not seeing a release date for it. So with that, you know, if you get the opportunity, visit... Uh, TheWitcher.com, you can find it through the CD Projekt Red website. It's got all kinds of stuff. There's a a timeline down here for, like, the years that you can look at and get caught up on the stories and and the main events, it looks like. That's pretty wild. So that's exciting. I'm going to have to check more into that. With that, that concludes what we wanted to talk about today. So remember that the Witcher 3 next-gen update will hit on the East Coast on December 13th at 7 p.m. for Xbox and PC. And PlayStation December 14th at 12 a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. Excited to play it. Hope you all have a wonderful day. And thanks for tuning in. God bless.